Andy, I'm going to wait for... I got Brian's thumbs up. All right, we have both thumbs up. So, we can start the recording, and we will move forward. Well, thank you for joining us for this uh, commercial break from the End Times with Dr. Stokes. We are going to focus on love today, and what Jesus taught us, and what the Torah teaches us. For it is nothing but love, and Within these guidelines, within the the structure of the Torah and what Jesus lived out, um, you might already be getting the sense that love is not United States, a Western emotion. It is an action. And so, let us first turn to Leviticus 19, and we'll see what was set forth um, from so long ago. So, Leviticus 19, and as you're turning there, I want to point out to you that the scriptures and the Gospels point that everything was created by Yeshua. Not one thing. He, he was life. He is light of the world. And so, when He refers to the commandments, do my commandments, there's nothing more exciting than to look back at what the Torah says. Because He set those forth. Him, His Father, and the Holy Spirit from the beginning was the Word. And so Leviticus 19, 17 through 18, as we're going to talk about love, this scripture says right here, You shall not hate your fellow countrymen in your heart. You may surely reprove your neighbor, but shall not incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the son of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. All that beginning and all that pretense is allowing us to show love. When we need to correct somebody, we need to do it out of love. You see, it's not just an emotion. It's trying to help them come alongside what the Torah has put forth so long ago. And by allowing them to stay in their sin, we're not showing them love. Yet, there are ways to go about talking to somebody and correcting a behavior. I believe that Christ did that perfectly. He taught us how to love others. And so, um, I have heard it said, and I'll get to it in a minute, that Christ didn't create a new... uh, commandment in this way, but he even says that he created a new commandment, and like I said, I'll get to that in a minute. He sets a higher bar for that standard. And so, but going back to Leviticus 19.17, let us love our neighbor as ourselves. Let's look at Matthew 5.43 through 48, and what that says about this passage, and what Christ himself says in this passage. That he laid out here. 43 through 48. He says, You have heard that it is said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But that's not what Messiah says. He says, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he causes his Son to rise on the evil And the good and sin reigns on the righteous. Just on the righteous? No, on the unrighteous as well. 
For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? If you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore you are to be perfect, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. We still live in this flesh. We're not perfect. We have to struggle through life, but we do have a higher calling. And that comes from that next passage. You can see right there. We don't want to just do what the Torah says. We want to do what our Messiah has taught us. And our Messiah teaches us to have a higher calling, as we sang earlier today, higher ground. And so let us turn to John 13, 34 through 35. And you're going to start to see how this evolves. A new commandment? Maybe. A higher commandment? Absolutely. So, 34 says, A new commandment. This is Yeshua saying this. I give to you. Hold on one second. I need to explain what the love here. I looked this up in the concordance. This is actually referred to as agapeo love. Agape love. It's not just, it's the highest love you can get. It's an action. It's a verb. It's what we're supposed to do with one another in this first passage. He says that you love one another even as I have loved you. That you also love one another. Now, agape love in this next one. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Wow. Amazing that God himself in the flesh, Yeshua, teaches us, says, that's great, treat your neighbor, but don't forget to pray for your enemy, right? Do more. Love your family as I have loved you. The Torah says, love your neighbor. He says, die for your family. Die for one another. And people will recognize that you are my disciples if you have this kind of love, a higher calling, as you can see. Some references we'll look at in this passage. Actually go to 1 Corinthians 13, 1-3. Paul himself says, If I speak to the, in the tongues of men, of angels, but do not have love, I have become noisy and a gong of a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mercies and all knowledge, and I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Goes on to give the list of love. Love is patient. Love is kind. We all know this passage. You see, you can do all these things, but your heart can still have a problem. I say do these things. Allow the Holy Spirit to work within you. And that heart problem will change. 
I've seen it before with people who have that heart problem. But when they start to take the steps that Messiah put before them, their heart changes as well. Paul in Ephesians 5.2 says, Walk in love and refers to Christ Jesus, who also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice of God as a fragrant aroma. We have that higher calling. Even Paul talks about that love that Messiah talked about and showed us by giving of his own body. We are called to do that for our brothers and sisters. As we're um, in the in, in the times of COVID-19, we are um, dealing with some structures that we, we have to put in place by our government before we can come back. And we're testing things out here, and we're, we're excited for people to come back as the High Holy Days start. And yet, we, wanted, we want to abide in love towards one another. When this all started, um, I referred to Leviticus 13 and 14, where it talks about how people struggled back then, way back in the Torah days, um, with health and leprosy, if you will. And they would have to talk with their priests. They would have to talk with their rabbis. Um, And so there was a structure put in place in Leviticus 13 and 14 where if they were sick or they had a skin rash, they would talk to, again, their rabbis to see if they could come and worship together. And they would um, set limits and boundaries. And so that's something that we want to be able to do to keep the congregation healthy in the weeks and the months ahead. I think here at the Disciple Center, we've done a really good job about that over the past years. And so we want to continue that. So if if you are struggling, know we are putting things in place. for. We want the families to call one of the pastors, Pastor Mike, Pastor Bruce, myself, and we'll talk if if you have a question. or if you've been sick, don't alienate yourself. We want to be there for you. And so we want to make sure that you're cared for. If we need to drop food off at the door, if we need to um, run an errand for you to make sure everything's still going all right, we want to love you. And the thing is, we can't force how we love others upon them. We need to reach out, talk to them, and allow the love to be shown in a way that they want to be shown love. That's true love. We can't force it on others. So, as we do this, as we take those next steps to gather together, if uh, your family has the sniffles, if they are feeling sick, we ask that the whole family stay home. And trust me when I say, we here who still gather are still going to be on Zoom. And we thank you for not coming and spreading those lovely germs even if it's not COVID, right? But um, like I said, in the past, we have done really well with that. And so we want to continue it as we um, move forward. But most of all, there's love in everything that we do. There's love for God. There's love for the congregation um, here at the Disciple Center. And we should also be taking care and loving our brothers and sisters outside of just this congregation, but in the world. 
um, continue to pray for those who are persecuting the church today in in the states in the cities in other countries we need to continue to pray for them and ask the lord to move within them but um most of all i want you not to have any anxiety about coming back here because we are going to take precautions we are going to make sure that everybody stays as safe as we can but we can't stop things from happening at, at times so pray for the health of our congregation as we try to move forward and as we try to um, be wise in what we make decisions on for the elders and for you who decide to come back. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and um, then we'll have a, a congregational membership where those who are active members will, will have a dialogue in what's going on.